Welcome to the show, Bourbon and Badges, the podcast, coming to you from Studio 77. I'm here with Hound Dog, as always. Hello, Slow Rod. What's happening, Hound Dog? we got a couple of guests, or the lack of. The lack thereof. The lack of a couple of guests. we got a couple of guys back from the old A-team. Hound Dog, you introduce them? Yes. Well, the only one that's here now is uh, Tony Caskey. He always goes by Yard Boss, and probably one of my best and closest friends ever. Yeah, and Barry Crisp, also from uh, the old Adam team. Yep. Right? Yeah. Uh, he was supposed to be here as well. Now, uh, Barry's retired. He's retired. But works for Mount Holly. Police Department. And something bigger and better came along. It did, and he's uh, hopefully locking up a really bad guy. Yeah, we can't really go into detail. Well, although this, this is going to be time delayed, but uh, hopefully we'll talk about it next week. Yeah, hopefully. And uh, if he gets through in time, he's going to come by and hang out with us. And who I understand, these guys have a beret of stories. We do. They want to share with us. All What's right. going on? What's going on, y'all, boss? I'm good, man. How y'all doing? Doing I'm good. Glad to see y'all. I love y'all both. We appreciate you being here, man. It's been a long time Dude, since I've seen you. It's like, I'm glad to be out of the house, man. I'm back at you. I see you looking for something to scratch you with. Let me get my, my hammer. I don't think it's your hammer. Why would your hammer be in the studio? Now you got you we got a picture. We're talking about a hammer. Hound Dog just used a claw hammer to scratch his back, and it felt good too. We need to be on YouTube. Yeah, and uh, uh, Yard Boss says we're actually shooting for it at some point. Hopefully, to be on YouTube sometime in the far future, probably <laughs> far. All right, but, I'm gonna set this up right quick, for you. man. Yeah, the old ahead. the guest only police department used to have not anymore, but used to have five patrol teams. We had worked ten hour days, and you rotated first, second, and third shift. Right. You had Adam Team, which is Hound Dog, Yard Boss is on, and Barry Crisp. Yeah. I mean, you know, about 10 other people as well. Well, you know, yeah, but the, the guys that's going to be at the table today. Oh. <laughs> well, we don't have enough chairs maybe for four or five others that actually worked. worked. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's exactly. on every team. You had Adam, Baker, Charlie, David, Edward, but they called it Eagle Team. Where in the hell did Edward ever come from? I've, never, I've never heard it called well, Edward. Yeah, yeah but they, they, they not Edward Team don't sound right, so they... They call himself Eagle Team. I've but never, anyway. I've never heard that. Well, okay. Maybe I'm wrong. Hey, remember? The, <laughs> hey, we were called the Nighthawks. We had two. We were. We were. Our yep. captain, Crawford, gave us the name, the Nighthawks, and he, he gave us T-shirts. Yeah, because we uh, did our best work at night. And Captain Crawford was the captain of y'all's of Adam team back then? Yes, he was. All right. One of them. One of them. All right. Good deal. So uh, I'm I'm very interested in hearing some of these stories. All right. Well, I'm, let's had fun, Tony. Yeah. <laughs> We're out of here. <laughs> now, Barry Cripps did text me saying he's, he, if if anything, he'll be late tonight, probably can't make it. Depends on how soon they catch the bad guy. Yeah. But uh, Yard Boss. Now, Yard Boss and Tony's the same person. We call him Tony. Yard Boss is the same guy. So, Yard Boss, uh, Barry said, if don't tell all the stories, save some of you guys can be back here as a couple. Right. That's not uh, weird, man. He you know, said, we'll play save Dr. all the good stuff that me and him was involved in. We'll play Dr. Phil and see if we can't straighten y'all out. <laughs> we'll try. Well, well, again, welcome well, welcome to the show. I think y'all are too bad fucked up. Hey. Now, we, do we, do we do have a little bit of business to take care of first. Name that location. We do not have a winner. We do not? We do not. Oh, did we hurt Bruce's feelings? Well, or? He, didn't, he didn't. I don't think he. Is he actually working tonight? Yeah, probably. Oh, yeah, he did name something, but he was completely wrong again. So that's pretty cool. Barry's going back to old school and not using that app anymore and trying to really figure, figure this out. Do what now? He had an app figuring out 
our locations. Oh, oh, oh. So he's going back to old school, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. So, you know, we hope somebody, we've had more. Well, being a lieutenant, you don't think you'd need an app. We've had six guesses, and all six of them have been completely wrong. All right, so we'll table that for a little bit, see if anything shows up. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, I did think of something else. Uh, You know, our boss will start doing, um, find that bourbon. Yeah. Yeah, if if you're out there, you're listening, and you come across a good bourbon, a good location, no matter where you're at, uh, put it on, share it on Facebook. Let's know what you got, where you found it, man. And uh, you can be a guest on in New York, California, Germany. It doesn't matter. Yeah, we're drinking Eagle Rare tonight. We are. And uh, Frugal McDougal, just across the state line to South Carolina, has it in store, one bottle per person. So if you're local and you want to grab that, uh, they've got it. How much is it? It, it didn't. It didn't read. Yeah, I didn't read what the price was. Oh, okay. So, Yard Boss, what what you been up to, brother? Uh, messing with chickens, man. Uh, you Chicken George? I ain't Chicken George. Uh, I don't know if I ever owned anything like Chicken George <laughs> or his chickens, but uh, I've got a lot of chickens, and that's what I enjoy doing right now. Now, are these specialty chickens, or? Uh, yeah, they're they're kind of special. They're fighting chickens. Oh, oh, is it really? Yeah. I hate that we missed that. Now, I'm not going to sit here and incriminate myself. I didn't say I fought. <laughs> I just said I have fighting chickens. We you know? we had sampled and rated a bourbon called Chicken Cock. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, you I mean, the actual. Yeah, I'll try it if you have it. Yeah, I've seen it, but I've never tried it. All right, good deal. But that's that's what I do, man. These days, I'm just. I, Use that other cup over there. That, um, that round cup over there. Hang out at home. Uh, my grandkids playing football and running them back and forth and, and messing with chicken. That's all I do. Nice being retired, isn't it? So my understanding is you, you guys were on Adam team together back in 1986. 88 for me. And what time did you come on? 88. And 88 for Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm intrigued. I want to hear some of these stories. Do I need to get some more alcohol in you guys to hear them? Or? No, what do you want to hear? I got one. Hell, let's – uh, we'll talk about this and run off the bat. And when Reg was in the NASCAR real big, that's all we did. I mean, we were hardcore in the NASCAR, man. We went all over the South. I've been we've been to every track in the Southeast. I'm not making that up. And this is this is old school. This is old. In the, the early, this is eighty. 90s. This is eighty eight to nineties, mid nineties. Yeah. We were hardcore. We traveled everywhere going to NASCAR races. That's all we were. Dale Earnhardt fans. Yeah, we were both diehard Dale Earnhardt fans. I mean, Rusty Wallace for me. Yeah, well, uh, that's you. <laughs> well, no, you know, we, we, we uh, talked, we're, we're Earnhardt. So. We talked about Jeff Wooten a lot, and hopefully well, one day we're going Well, Wooten, to... man, was a was a rusty fan. He's one He's one that got hooked me with yeah, Rusty. Yeah, yeah. Following yeah. his following, uh, well, foot, footsteps. I can tell you this. We was, at, we was at Charlotte Motor Speedway, okay? It was me, Hound Dog. I don't know. Can I mention other people's names? Oh, man. You Jeff guys. Dobbins. Yep. And damn Randy Davis yep. from all damn people. Randy Davis. Yep. Yeah. We and Barry and Wooten. Yeah. We were all there. Now all these are cops, right? Retired cops. All all police officers. Yes, X. <laughs> uh, I had a hook up with a Concord, couple Concord police officers on getting into the race, and uh, they set us up in Term Four, which was all grass hill. Then it was just a big grass hill. And we called it the we called it the roofer and the road horse section. <laughs> yeah, I saw I was there, man. Damn, just a bunch of rednecks sitting on a damn big hill. Watching and we were part horse. of it. We were. And it was about ninety five damn degrees. It was the World Six Hundred, Coca Cola Six Hundred. 
It was hotter than hell. It was. Men Red's been drinking since damn daylight. No, that's not true. Oh, we used to get to the racetrack, man. We what? had to be there at we we would be there literally at six a.m. Six a.m. What and were y'all if, drinking back then? Uh, beer. beer, beer, mostly, mostly. beer. We we yeah. drank Budweiser then. We drank Budweiser then, man. Yeah. Long neck buds. <laughs> you know, it was hardcore oh, yeah. Budweiser back then. Well, true race fans. Yeah, man. That's we'd right. party in the parking lot tailgate till. Right up time to go into the racetrack. So, you know, we'd be feeling pretty damn good. So we get to the racetrack, get in there, and uh hell we're in there, the race ain't started yet. Red's done. He's sitting on a little let me let me set this up for you. <laughs> He's sitting seat. on a little stadium seat, you know, those little fold up stadium chairs. And he's sitting on a grass hill. I'm talking about this hill is pretty damn high. It was steep, high. It was it was steep. steep man. You it don't was. want to fall down it. We was probably three quarters of the way to the top, weren't yeah, we? Yeah. All right. <laughs> well, old Reg, man, he uh he passed out on us. Race ain't even started. Now I think I heard a little bit that you can't you got sunburn or something. You missed oh, the whole race man. or something. Well, hey, he's getting to it. Listen, man. <laughs> it was these uh this old older lady was sitting over here on the hill beside of us. Old Reg is laid back in that damn chair. His legs are over it. You just have to see the picture that's in your mind. He, the chair is flipped over. I'm laying and, on my, I'm and laying his on legs my back. Are, he's laying on his back, and his legs are hanging over the chair. Well, I started pouring Budweiser all over him about every 10, 15 minutes. Base, uh, give him a good yeah. base. Cool him cool off. Cool him off, man. <laughs> Quotation well, marks. Cool him so off. So lady says uh, – she said, son, you're going to – you're going to – you're you're baking that boy. Yeah. I said, well, hell, he'll be all right. And he woke up. He woke up about 200 laps into the damn race. Yep. I, and he said, who's winning? Hell, I don't even know then. And he <laughs> fell back out. I think yeah. he probably seen about 30 laps. If so that, you guys went to drink and the race broke out. You damn right. We went to have a good time and the race was just extra. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's just part of it, man. I mean, I, I got, I'm fair skinned and I get sunburnt really easy. And. Man, I looked like a freaking lobster. He was burnt slap up. That's fine. We left out of that. Basted with Budweiser. <laughs> Basted See, with he, didn't, Budweiser. he didn't include all that, all the details you said about passing out one <laughs> yeah. time. We'll get sunburned. Well, it, that was just one thing. We we can go even deeper than that, man. Racing is what we did back then. We And, this, we, and then we got into motorcycles later, but we were all about racing, man, and and then we we actually raced ourselves. I can say everything. You guys had a car for a local a local track car. We had a dirt track car, <clears throat> and we thought say, we were down there. And when you say we, who are we? Me, Hound Dog, and my uncle. Uh, his name was Bo. He's passed away now. I'm sorry. To hear our, that. our race team was BTR Racing. BTR Racing. Bo, Tony, and Reggie. Yep, that's what it stood for. Now Tony's daddy, being the. Uh, rock star that he was you know unfortunately he's passed away as well but uh he started calling us bad times racing sure did bad times <laughs> racing. Man, <laughs> if i had if i had him or my uncle pete in here to tell you that from the <laughs> from the grandstand point of view it's, it, it's it's hilarious man it that the one night this night right here did it all it was we rotated driving Throughout the season, Reggie would drive, my uncle would drive, I would drive. We'd all three take times driving. And uh it's my time this night. And and the and the class we drove in, you drew for position. Drew out of a hat. Well my uncle went up there and he comes back. We've never started higher than like fifteenth. 
I was and, 16. Yeah, and he comes <laughs> back and says, uh, well, we're on the pole. Really? I was terrified. <laughs> and it was like, it I've was, never. It see, was what, Tony's night to drive. <laughs> it was my night to drive. But the thing about it was, see, we had survived. What we would do is there would be a lot of wrecks, and, and, and somehow we would end up in the top ten. Avoiding oh, cool. these That's wrecks and yeah. getting, I mean, we th- well, hey, we're professional. We got a damn paycheck. It is. So if you get paid, he's as, as not pro. Yeah. Now our, our, our money went to gas and beer. beer. <laughs> it wasn't In a lot order, of money. It might order. be 50, it might be 50 damn dollars, but I guarantee you we drunk it up. <laughs> but, uh, this night was a different night, man. My grandpa, cool Roy, I call him. He hadn't ever been come watch us before. He's never seen us race. And, uh, he used to drag Ray, so we got him out of the house. And him and Reggie and my uncle, they standing on the back of the truck. And I can't tell you what – Reggie had to tell you about what happened from there. But I know when the when the race started, I was on the pole, and I'm like, they're going to have to wreck me. <laughs> because this big boat we're driving, they're not. I'm not going to let them pass me. They're going to have to push me in the wall. That was a uh... – Ford LTD. About a 70s model. 70. 78, maybe? 77, I think. Now, this, this is, this. you got this guy, I guess, all rollbar cage Oh, yeah, down. yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we bought it like that and uh, fixed it up, put all the stuff in it when they didn't. And this is a local track here. Oh, hell. Like, Carolina Speedway? Carolina Speedway. Let me tell you, let, I, I'm sorry. Let's go back to the beginning, to our first race. But before we do that, let's get this uh bourbon done oh yeah we got to taste it because we got to taste it then because this is so, a this so it is, is bourbon and badges yeah, yeah this is we'll a try that. this is a great story it's funny from start to finish the first race it's hilarious it's what, well leading up to the first race and what yeah, tony's you, talking about is our last race. I, I, I went a little bit of, i was on the last race i oh, went ahead of myself you gotta jump in that's yeah, all right I, I i just remembered i i gotta i gotta tell the very beginning man because this is the this is the most hilarious <laughs> beginning of a race team uh whatever you want to call it yeah. that has ever been man well good deal so what we got here is uh what are we drinking tonight now dog eagle rare sounded good didn't it it did all right let's see glass on didn't phase him we have a sound bite of four <laughs> well you know Mike Watts. Uh-huh. He's yes, in do. here, and Hound Dog's pouring, pouring. When he's here, he's pouring him a, a pouring his glass, and it was nowhere near the sound like the sound bite we're gonna do again. And it just blew Mike's mind. He just could not figure out why the <laughs> why that delay in sound was. So we're drinking Eagle Rare. That's what you're saying. We are. I'm finished the pour, so I don't spill it all over the place. All right, good deal. What we do, uh. Yard boss is going to first nose it here in a second, and then just tell us what you get. And there's no wrong answer because your right, uh, your right. palate's totally Everybody's different than everybody different. else's. Yeah, we'll do that, and then we'll taste and give a tasting profile, and then we're going to rate it from zero to ten. Zero being the worst thing, ten being the greatest thing, seven being a daily drinker. I want to tell you a little bit about it first. Yes, uh, but well, you're not going to give see, us any of the hints. <clears> the, no. So what it is is we let the alcohol kind of evaporate from the uh, from the glass. But uh, Eagle Rare is made by Buffalo Trace Distillery in Frankfort, Kentucky. 90 proof. The price point in North Carolina is $69.95. Um, it's mash bill number one from Buffalo Trace, which is 10% or less rye. It's going to have a little bit of a burn, but it's trust me, it's not that bad at all. Um, 
Let's see. Eagle Rare uh, Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey is masterfully crafted and carefully aged for no less than 10 years. So that's pretty good. <laughs> I hate that we're not on, on YouTube yet because Hound Dog's got his notes, <laughs> and they look like something on a billboard. <laughs> Did you get that big enough to see it? <laughs> I got my glasses in here somewhere. Well, I'm you don't. I'm head. sure you don't need it with that. <laughs> hey, I like the color. The color's kind of a burnt orange, maybe. It is. And you say it's a ten year, ten year, ten year. And Eagle Rare has a ten year, seventeen, and a twenty year. The twenty years <laughs> twice age twice as long. Man, <laughs> hey. you're smart. You tell who, you tell who's in charge. In, uh, in March of 1989, the Sazerac Company acquired Eagle Rare from Seagram's. I didn't know that. I didn't either. I can't believe he knew that word. Sazerac. Sazerac. Oh, it's a big oh, deal. He pronounced it. Oh, he's on top of things. It's wild. The Sazerac Company in Kentucky was known as a George C. Stagg Distillery. Today, it's Buffalo Trace. Cool. All right. Can I ask you, how much Like, how much does a bottle of this normally cost? $69.95. Is it really that expensive now? Yeah. The reason I'm asking, I'm not I'm not a big bourbon drinker, so I might be, you know, a good person to have tasted because oh, I yeah, haven't man. tasted yeah. a lot of bourbon. I mean, everybody drinks Jack Daniels or yeah. Jim Beam or something, but I, I other stuff, I've not been a really big bourbon drinker. I'm, I'm not, for my, you know, hell, you know how I drink. I'm drinking yeah. beer all the fucking time. Yeah, yeah, we always do. We always did. And Steve's got me in the bourbon. Or know, Booms back, Farm. Back, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. We've been known to do that, too. Well, Booms Farm was my first bourbon. <laughs> but we, but Steve got me back in the bourbon about, what, three, four oh, years ago? Three, four years ago, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. And, man, I like it a lot better than beer. And, and, a lot better. And Yard Boss, how that happened is uh, Reggie O'Hound Dog says, man, you always seem happy. Why are you happy? I said, I got a secret. It's called bourbon. <laughs> Yeah. I got one too. It's called medication. Yeah, <laughs> it's a damn blue pill. <laughs> All right, man. For some reason, I remember they've been like a thirty-four dollar pour. Is it? Yes. No, I, the the price is what Going we charge up. at the ABC store. All right, All right. good deal. Yep. Maybe I just not used to drinking the. Unless I got it wrong, got the, I got the seventeen year. Oh, good deal. All right, man. Let's give it a nose. Let's um, well, let's give it a. See if y'all can smell it. Yeah, give it a good sniff. So what you think? If you, you see, smell anything other than alcohol or YB? Yeah, I, I tell you too, something, something funny you're going to try. You're, you're, you're giving your nose in it, but then nose it with your mouth open. You can get a lot more, a lot more of the, uh, a lot more of the odoronic. 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 I kind of smell a floral type, kind of like yeah. a flowerly, flower like. I can get that. I understand that too. You know? I'm getting very vanilla bean, maybe. Yeah. I, I smell vanilla. I'm getting also. a little leather myself. Vanilla bean, leather. It's a nice, clean smell. So 10 years. And I tell you, um, uh, Tony, Yard Boss, I'm trying to remember to call you just one thing. For it listeners. don't matter. So the listeners, they'll keep up with us. Normally, you know, Buck was with us. He was a uh, rye guy. He liked the high rye stuff. Hound Dog likes, generally likes the wheated stuff, a little more sweeter stuff, and I'm more the true barrel bourbon, kind of like the uh, Eagle Rare. So I think I'm just saying for I may give us a higher rating than than you guys may. But if if, if it's well, true if it's is, true to. Yeah, if it's true to that, but this is my number two bourbon. And that surprises me because you do like the, uh, the wheated stuff. I do like the wheated stuff. So this, I just like it smooth. I don't like uh, this, this, harsh. This will be smooth. It I like smooth. A, might have bourbon. a little kick to it, but uh, I don't. Let me tell a little side story quick. And uh, 
Yard boss came in and asked for some ice. And normally we have ice here in the studio. Uh, it's that kind of like, but you know, in the uh, just tell you a little bit about the studio. Of course, we got the uh, sound room we're in. Studio. We got the green room. Yeah, if you have people that might wave, you bring someone with you. And then, yeah, of course, there's a little kitchen off the side. It's actually green. We got a green room story too, don't we? <laughs> oh hell yeah! <laughs> well, sure we Real always we always kept these big ice spears for Buck. Gotcha. And every time I go in there look, man, it remind me of Buck, and man, I just get. Well, I expected like y'all would have those round ball looking. That's what it. That's what, is that what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know a lot about it, but I, but, but I, I do keep up. I with took it out just you know just called man just calls a buck, but right. uh, and I've got to yeah. put some, another ice source in there. We always use distilled water too. So, but right. next time you and Barry are here, I'll have that ice for you. Well, can you make some ice up now? Hopefully, you're gonna be <laughs> you won't be that long, but. <laughs> All right, All right. Uh, so any other nosing notes? You want me to tell you what the, what the uh, notes are allegedly are? Yeah, what is it? Yeah, I'm getting, right. getting I'll more leather now on the second <clears throat> nosing. Nose is a complex aromas of toffee. Is it toffee or taffy? Toffee. All right, toffee. Toffee. Hints of orange peel, herbs, honey, leather, and oak. Wow. Yeah, I do get the barrel. I do get the oak on it. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, and you mentioned it. I do smell yeah. that. But it's funny, you know, how um, if somebody puts a thought into your head, you can actually oh, smell yeah. what they're what they said. Because we've done that a thousand times. Yeah, we always have a pre-podcast pour. I bet you can't say that three times fast. But we always have, a, you know, the, I know I'm boring the listeners over and over, but uh, we always have a meeting prior to the podcast to, to get uh, everything down pat, what we want to do. And uh, I don't know if that sometimes influences the actual pour when we do on yeah, the show. Yeah, that's why our podcast pour tonight was something totally different than what this is. Yeah, that's and, why I did but that. we always have water stuff here to clean our palate. So, damn, I forgot to do that. We're professionals. I forgot to do that. All right, we're gonna do a drink. Yeah, do a drink. See what you think. And I can, uh, I can tell you that. Uh, it's gonna take a chew when you put in your mouth and you slosh all around. You got all these taste buds and stuff. You want to get them everywhere. Now, let that set for a second, because generally your second tasting is going to be a little different after you get the alcohol shock in the mouth, let that get by there and let it out, out yeah. for a minute. It's going to be a little bit better, I think, the second taste, and the third taste, and the fourth taste. Well, the think about it. Yeah, well, hell, yeah. after that, it ain't going to matter. I'll <laughs> be right. drunk. <laughs> You're right. Now, um, Yard Boss, is this the first time you had Eagle Rare? First time ever, man. You know, Reggie and Hound Dog and I, we've had this quite a bit, so it's not yeah. it's not something new to our palate. Right. So what do you think? Well, actually, actually, it's pretty good. I I, I'm I'm a more of a smooth, you know. Well, this thing's laid in the barrel for ten that, years. That that yeah, like I say, I probably hadn't had it. I'm not a big I'm not a big bourbon drinker, <clears throat> so I don't know a lot about all the bourbons. But I probably hadn't had anything passed down. Now Woodford Reserve, I, I, that's my favorite so far. Oh yeah, you came in. But I've the never. First thing you asked was, <laughs> I've never I've never had any of these other ones like y'all have. So I don't know. So what it just tasted like to the like Hound Dog just said the second. I, that was my second tasting of it. It tasted a lot better. I yeah. taste a lot of different, um, um, different flavors, flavors in it. And the first one, the first time was kind of, uh, it's kind of a little bit harsh, but that second one was smooth. Yeah. I, now I did, I did I take think, a drink of water. I think on the first one, man, you get that alcohol when you, yeah, when you're, you're I would mouth. drink it. That, that would be a good one for you. I, I would, I would drink it. Yeah. All right. Zero being. Oh well, what, what, what kind of tasting notes did you get? Did you give me any tasting notes? I, I tasted, I tasted like a vanilla, 
and um, like a, um, I don't know. It's got a very smooth finish. Yeah, it, I, I taste a lot of vanilla flavor in it. That's what okay. I taste. Yeah, I got the, uh, well, same thing I always get when I drink it. Caramel. Caramel. That's what Buck always got. A little bit of caramel and uh, oak. I get, I get a lot of oaky taste to it. I'm getting, um, still getting vanilla, the oak, a little leather. On the back end, the finish is, um, you know, very light barrel. Mm-hmm. Very light wood. <laughs> I like it that much, right? I think so. <laughs> All right, uh, it's time to rate this thing, man. It's Eagle Rare, 10 years old. Uh, and if you'd like to send us a bottle, please do, because we're, we're, we're out of pocket on all these bottles. Hound yeah. Dog brought this one. Yep. So uh, if you feel free, we'll, we'll give you a, a, a way to do that later in the show. But uh, yeah, yeah, we, we're, we're tired cops, so you know, we don't <laughs> make no a fixed income. <laughs> we, we are on a fixed income. All right, Yard Boss, what did you get on, uh, <clears throat> how would you rate it? Zero being the worst thing, 10 the best thing, seven would be a daily drinker for you. I go, I go a five. Because I mean, it's not like I probably wouldn't drink it every day. I like a little bit smoother than that, but it's definitely a five for me. Okay. How long? I'm trying to decide between two numbers. Yeah, and while he's thinking, yeah, the Woodford you asked about, they say has two hundred tasting notes. In well, that's what they say. Well, I, I like the wood. I like the Woodford. Uh, they've got a, a double oak barrel. They do Woodford, and that's that's the one I usually buy. I tell you what, we'll have that next show. Double oak, double oak barrel, double double barrel, double oak barrel, something like that. Eight point seven five is what I give it. Eight point seven. Eight point seven five. It's close to a nine. Well, damn, I didn't know we was judging the Olympics, man. Hell, let's go with a thirteen point one zero. Eight point seven five. Eight point seven five. It's close to a nine as I can give it. I'll give it a seven. Oh, really? I thought you was being higher than I was. But if your mind ain't up to it, you might quit. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's going to be a daily drinker. What's it going to tell? Oh man, what is it? Six point nine. Six point nine. Not a daily not drinker a daily for drinker. the show, man. Eagle Rare, ten years old. Um, but a daily drinker for Hound Dog. Oh, I love I, it. I give daily drinker as well. All right, well, good deal. All right, man. So on with the show. We uh, we got that behind us. We're going to continue to enjoy the Eagle Rare throughout hey. the show. Yep. Something well. happened here. It ain't hooked up. Plug is it, it's coming down right there. Jam it up in there. Well, audio, that? Is that better? Yeah. Audio difficulty. All right. Okay. okay. Good. You back on with us? I'm back on, man. All right, man. All right. Good shot at Eagle Rare, and he lost his headphone yeah, yeah, connection. Man. Hell, I got three bottles in here in front of me. I'm <laughs> drinking out all damn three of them. <laughs> all right, man. So you're going you're going to digress back to the, your first race? We can do that because it's pretty well, how, how, we, how we got to the first race. I'll tell you how we got to the first race. It was it's pretty hilarious. Oh, that's by all means. All right. Well, we'll get started with it, then. All right, we had this car. We had it. Uh, we bought it. I actually bought it up off of uh, West Franklin Boulevard. West Franklin Boulevard. Now, this is your race car. This is our race car. We were, I, you know, hell, driving around. You see everything when you're working. I was always looking for cars, and uh, found one. Took it back to my my uh, actually my my grandpa's house in, in Dallas, and that's where we started working on it. All right, let's let's set stage here. Now, you you guys, did you alone? Yard boss, think about racing, or do you guys have a, a preset plan? Let's find a car and go racing. How'd that happen? Man, we just jumped in. I mean, we wanted to race so bad because we were into it. We wanted to race something so bad. Little Earnhardt. It was just, 
Hell, we thought we were earning hard. And we we <laughs> and we actually sold every damn gun that we had. Yes, we did. We had all the damn handguns, shotguns that we had extra in our house. One week, Reggie would sell a gun to get a parts. Next time, I'd sell one to get parts. Next time, my uncle would sell something. Hell, I didn't ask what he was selling. <laughs> Just bring the money, man. You know. And so the way, the way we got this car was is at the the sandblasting lot up on West Franklin yes. Boulevard, and it was in in a fence. So we would you know pull up right beside the fence and got the man. Look at it. Does that thing have a roll cage in it? Yeah, it got a roll cage in it. So we called the sandblasting company, and somebody came out and showed it to us. And we ended up buying it. Oh, good deal. Then the, did you guys know the Winks? Uh, Winks front, front end, yeah. I know, yeah, I know who they were. Yeah, that, uh, yeah, they both drive daddy son duo thing. They drove together. Scott, yeah, Scott, Scott, dad, yeah. Scott uh, um, Siegler, Siegler. Yeah, yeah. his son's a Belmont police officer. Right. Yeah, I know who he is. Yeah, he does a lot of excellent, excellent mechanic man. If you ever need anything yeah. done, give old uh, Winks front end a plug here in Gastonia, man. You can trust him. They do great work, and man, really a great Christian guy, and he'll take care of you and do you right. First one free, next one one cost. That's right, Scott. If you listen. <laughs> So, uh, so we buy this car, the 77, 78, whatever it was, uh, Ford LTD, a boat, a freaking boat. And, uh, take it up to, uh, Tony's, uh, grandparents' house up in Dallas. And we're going to figure out, we're going to have to work on it. We didn't have a motor, wasn't a motor in it. Nothing, no transmission, no wire, no anything. It was just a body with a roll cage and that was it. Tell the truth. Did y'all sit inside and pretend you're driving it? Yeah. Well, you know we did. <laughs> I wish y'all called me. I'd love to sit in. <laughs> but see, the thing there. was, me and Reggie's not mechanics. No, no. So far from we it. were gophers. My uncle, His my uncle, uncle Bo, was the mechanic. He yeah. was a really good mechanic. Yeah. And he, we just did what he said. You know, hand him a wrench. We had him a wrench. Hold this. We held that. But uh, I we remember, got it going. I remember one time we was up there working. It was. I mean, this is like. Dead of freaking summer. It was so freaking hot. I mean, hot as hell. And uh, Bo would say, "All right, we got to get that. uh, Get the uh, mufflers off." Okay, how we do that? Y'all get underneath there with the hacksaw and cut it off. Me and y'all boss crawl our big asses up underneath that damn car (laughs) and start the hacksaw and cut the mufflers off. It was uh, it was a lot of work just to get it going, man. It took us a couple months. But yep. once we got it going, now here's the story, okay? We're all set now. We done told our whole family. Everybody's excited. Everybody's going. Everybody's going into the dam to the race to watch us, you know, either fail or do whatever, wreck, I guess. That's Carolina Speedway. Here Carolina here Speedway, yes. Yep. Carolina Speedway in Gastonia, North Carolina. <laughs> uh, it might as well have been damn Talladega, Daytona to us because that's what oh, yeah, we thought we were headed to. It was. And – uh that's so funny. we head out. I can, I can see now, this. I can picture this in my mind. Oh, right now. oh, my man! It's we head out. All right. So, we, so we got to look good. We got to yeah. look the part. We had to look the part. So we got sponsors. Hell, we had sponsors. Well, who were your sponsors? All right, I worked off duty at the time at uh at Frontier Club, which was a local country club back then, and uh they gave me money and hell they, they had a secondary club called Splash. Splash worked there too, and it's uh, a more modern modern club. Yeah, it was top forty. Yeah, top okay, forty. Good deal. Yeah, well, so I got money from them. We did, and uh, they, we, you know, it, they bought whatever we could buy with it, and we got a couple. Uh, what, what was the magistrate's name that owned the t- Kirby? Kirby, yeah. magistrate Kirby, Kelly Tire, Kelly Tire in Charlotte. Yep. He was part owner of that. Oh, I did not know that. And yep. uh, 
We didn't either. We we actually had somebody under arrest, and me and Reggie, you know, we didn't give a damn about them. We was talking about racing. Yeah. And old Kirby heard us, and he said, well, hell, y'all need any tires, you know, just come see me. Come see me. And we did. So we we go to Charlotte. We got tires from Master Kirby. He said, just don't put my name on there. I don't want nobody to know I'm giving y'all stuff. Don't ever know. I'm associated with you guys. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, y'all bunch of damn losers. You know? Well, because well, he's a master. You're bringing bad guys. Right, right, yeah. right. Hell, yeah. we keeping him in a job, ain't we? Oh, yeah, you guys yeah. said He ought to have been happy then. Non-partiality. So. Yeah. Well, so we, had, so we had sponsors, Splash Club, Frontier. A1 Body Shop. A1 Body Shop. Linda's and, Tax Service. Yeah, and Linda's Tax Service in North, by God, Belmont, North yep. Carolina. Yep. My hometown. They painted the car for us and everything. And really? We had, oh, yeah. So you guys got this coming together. Oh, so, man, we, so we, we might as well be in. What color was it? Blue. And tell them what number it was. 48. Why 48? Because when Tony would play softball back in the day, his number was eight. His jersey number was eight. My number when I played softball back in the day was 44. We just took the four out and put 48 on and it. Also, and also, we used it as. Our number, we like Richard Petty, okay, and we and 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 we like Dale Earnhardt. Dale Earnhardt drove number eight in the Bush series, mm-hmm. so oh, we you, took the four and really, eight and together. Really dating yourself now, watching this, right? Well, that's that's okay. a long time ago. Uh, yeah, but uh, I had fun. Yeah. Anyhow, we're headed out. Okay, everybody's all every, you know, cars ready to go. Damn thing shined up, man. We looking good. We got sponsors all over the car. You know, we looking. We're going into the street stock division. Hell, you would have thought we were out there in the damn NASCAR. You know, we <laughs> no. were top dog. No, we we didn't. Our car didn't only look good, looked apart. We dressed the part. Damn right. We had t-shirts and hats made. Well, I hear you. That's another story. <laughs> T-shirts and hats made. This is all part of the first race. Yes. So, BTR racing. Tell them what color so the I, hats are. I'm picturing Talladega Nights with Will Ferrell's when I'm picturing. <laughs> it is a lot funnier than that <laughs> shit. So, BTR racing, we had white shirts. T-shirts. T-shirts. And with blue lettering. White hats with blue lettering. At a dirt track. We're wearing white. <laughs> We're wearing white. Yeah, what, what kind the of only, fucking idea was that, man? The only dumbasses in the entire place that wore white to our damn dirt track. Well, anyway, so our families, we're all headed out to the racetrack. Everybody's going into the stands, and we're all excited. And my uncle was going to drive the first race because he was the mechanic, you know, and it was the only right thing to do. But now listen to this. We had to borrow a trailer. Borrowed my grandpa's pickup truck because nobody, we didn't have no damn truck back it, then. It was an old truck, too. Yeah, it was an old damn Chevrolet truck. So we hook up. We're headed out from Dallas to Old Carolina Speedway. Dallas, North Carolina. Dallas, North Carolina, not Texas. We ain't got no fucking steers up here. But anyway, we're rolling. We get in line down there at the racetrack right on, <laughs> right there on the damn, you know, highway to go in, turn left into the racetrack. <laughs> Now, we left about 5 o'clock, race started. We we didn't hit the racetrack to probably about 8 o'clock. But as uh, soon as we started to turn left, the damn timing chain broke on the damn pickup truck that we're hauling our race car with. It did. We so, didn't know at that time what was wrong, but it turned out to be the ch- timing chain. But anyway. So we broke so down. The trucks broke down. We're broke down in the middle of the damn highway, our first ever race <laughs> we don't even know how the hell we're getting into the racetrack well luckily we got old bo 
Luckily, my uncle, he knew some down body with a record that, that was there, and they pulled the damn truck, trailer, and all into the parking lot. Oh, good deal. And then now we're like, well, hell, we're what are we going to do? We're here, but we're not in the racetrack. Let's race. My uncle says, we're racing. So he backs the damn car off the trailer. Now, get how redneck is this shit? He backs the car off the trailer. We throw all the toolboxes in the race car. Floor jacks. Floor jack. All of our damn tools. Now, and he drives across the racetrack into the pits. Oh, cool. Now, we don't even have a damn truck down there. And we just got a car. The floor jack's not one of these, you know, aluminum things like they have nowadays that don't weigh but five or no. six pounds. This thing was about a 40 or 50 pound <laughs> Hell yeah. floor jack. So he drives it across the racetrack. When Reds, we walk in. So we just got a little spot down there with a damn race car. We ain't even got a truck or nothing. That's just the beginning. <laughs> well, we're <laughs> over there. My uncle, he's tuning on it and all this. And now remember old Reds just said, Hound Dog just told you we had on white hats and white t-shirts. Oh, yeah. So I lean over in there like I know what the hell I'm doing. <laughs> and all of a sudden, the damn, the damn uh, uh, power steering Pump, uh, hose busted on the race car. Yes, race car. went all over me, man. This ruined my damn new T-shirt and my race hat. Now is purple from transmission <laughs> fluid. I mean, power steering fluid. So now we got a damn problem and ain't even hit the racetrack. We're in a damn panic. How are we gonna fix this? Well, somebody loaned us a damn hose. All right, that's just the beginning. And Bo, you know the. Mechanic, my uncle yeah his uncle Bo, the mechanic that he was outstanding mechanic he got us fixed and we're going racing we're going racing they call for our class to come out for uh practice laps all right make practice laps come on back in hell we're feeling good and uh a little bit later on they call for a for our cars to come out for the race the actual race drives it up to put it in line we get up there and then they tell us, you know, hit the track, let's go. Damn car wouldn't start. Oh. Well, <laughs> well, see, we didn't have a, we wasn't running a, a generator or a or a alternator. Uh, alternator. So we didn't even have a damn battery charger down in the pits, you know, because we had to, you know, drive our shit in. The reason we didn't run an alternator because man, that's like way about. Five or ten pounds. We thought that was going to matter, and we're driving a fucking, we're driving a damn boat, you know, like well, you ten, got, you got thirty pounds check. is going to matter with our fat asses in it. So anyhow, damn, we can't even get out of damn line up there. We're in line. They're, they're holding the line up. They're going, they're going. Come on, come on, you know, motion. Hell, we're trying to start it. We're doing all we can do, man. Some bitch wouldn't even start. <laughs> We had to push it back to the fucking pits. So our first race, we didn't even get on the damn racetrack. Man, but you're there, now, wait man. a minute. Not done. <laughs> so we sit in the damn pits, watch all the races and all that. That's all fun and games. And uh, when the shit's over with, we're like, well, hell, how are we getting home? How are well, we getting the race car well, home? We had to get somebody in a truck, pickup truck to push the car, to push out. the car out of the racetrack. Out into the parking lot. Onto the trailer. Onto the trailer. <laughs> Good grief. Well, now we're stuck because the truck broke down. And now it's, you know, hell, it's 1 o'clock in the morning. So my uncle, he's, he's like, hell, I'm going to have to go get a truck and all this. He left. Me and Reg was sitting there by ourselves in the damn vacated parking lot. Nobody there. Just us. It's pitch black down there, too. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. So, so, so hell, we just, we just started drinking. We did. 
We, we, always, well, we, we always managed to have a We case just kept on drinking. Did y'all just start drinking or no, we, uh, no, drink actually, actually we started in the pits, but you know when our car broke, yeah. you know, we, we started drinking in the we pits. Were done. And we usually take anytime we go to a race, we take at least two or three cases of beer. We need us. one for going in, one while we're out, and another <laughs> one we're leaving. That's true. That's the fact. That's very true. But anyway, damn thing, we sit there all damn night. We're all night. We're hell we're drunk. <laughs> My damn uncle shows up. It's about eight o'clock in the damn morning, man. We don't been there. This Daylight. adventure. This it's what damn, time in the morning? Eight o'clock. About eight o'clock. This adventure. We had left home at five p.m. on a on a damn Friday, a Saturday night back then. Got home about ten o'clock in the morning on Sunday <laughs> and never raced a damn bit. <laughs> now that was our first adventure. Our very first race, but ever. you know, our second home, man, we, we we did all right. We did all right. We always finished in the money, but it, it was hilarious. Beer money and gas. We money. always had issues, man, like crazy problems. What was the highest you guys ever finished? Fifth. Yeah. Really? That's cool. Fifth. Well, and 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 back to the last race, I was running. Hell, I was leading the damn thing, and then I was running third with about five laps to go. This is the last race that we ever run. And uh, I said, you know, they're not going to pass me. They're going to have to wreck me. Well, that's what happened. I saw the damn flagman throw three fingers down, and I'm thinking, oh, hell, we're going to get third, man. This is going to be awesome. Three fingers meaning? Three laps to go. All right. And I said, all I got to do is hold them off for three damn laps, and they'll have to put me in the wall. We're coming out of turn two with two laps to go. I'm coming out of turn two, and then guess what? A number three black. Monte Carlo. That's Earnhardt, baby. Earnhardt. Next thing I know, I'm spinning I'm spinning in circles, man. I'm doing 360s down the damn back stretch. And then when I come to a damn halt, I had about two seconds to look up, and a car T-boned me right in my damn door. Uh, all right, let me stop you right there, Tony. This was from my perspective in the in – the, uh, Yeah, you tell the, them where the, you were. Pits. All right, so Tony's uncle, he he actually ended up buying a uh, an old 60 or 70s rollback record. 70-something model. Yeah, 70-something rollback uh, record. Race car haul or whatever the hell you so want to call it. I was standing on top of it, you know, <laughs> watching. And Tony, I see Tony, I'm looking behind me, and we're on the back stretch. So I was looking behind me. I could see Tony coming around. I said, oh, hell yeah, man. We're three left to go. We're going we're gonna to fucking win this. We're going to fin- finish good on this. And here he comes. Comes around on, on turn number two. Next thing I know, I can't see nothing. I am blacked out blind. Could not see a thing. Why is that? Well, once I got the mud cleared out of my eyes, when Tony wrecked, the mud <clears throat> and muck from his wreck flew and hit me square in the face, in the eyes. So you can't see nothing? I can't see nothing. I didn't know what had happened. I had no idea what was, what was happening, what was going on. So I, I get this big old baseball size water mud out of my out of my eyes and i see tony sitting there in the uh sideways in the you know in the uh back stretch back stretch <clears throat> and i see the car t-boning i was like oh shit so tony kind of limps the car well let me let me go from there all right because once you get into on the, the inside of this car now i get hit and i've never been knocked out but I guess I had been knocked out because <laughs> I uh, I saw a damn kaleidoscope of colors. I saw blues and purples and little stars and all that shit. 
<laughs> and then all of a sudden, I'm like, I, I come to. I mean, all this happened in a matter of seconds, yeah. I guess. And I'm like, what in the hell just happened? Well, then I'm thinking, I got to get this car started and get the hell out of here. So I'm trying to start the car. It won't start. It won't start. And I'm like, oh, my God. Well, I'm running on adrenaline now. And finally it started. Well, then I've realized how messed up it is. I somebody's limped back to the damn pits over there. I, mean, I barely made it back. Well, here's old Reg and uh, my uncle Bo. They come flying out from behind the damn uh, our damn hauler with a floor tires. jack and a, and I had a flat tire, so they come out with a tire and a floor jack. We're gonna change that in NASCAR. And style. dude, yes, I was cr- I was coming out of that song, bitch. <laughs> I, I was like, man, I don't even I can't even see, man. I, I can't go back out there. Fuck this. <laughs> so my uncle's going, get back in, get back. I said, you get back in the motherfucker. <laughs> I messed up, man. So I'm laying down over here on the damn hauler, and and now my adrenaline has come down. Now's when I start feeling the pain. Okay, I, I hurt my damn back. It hurt like a son of a bitch. Well, the guy that hit me or whatever, I didn't wreck some fucking body earlier. In the, I don't know what happened. Here comes a gang of fucking people with goddamn tire tools and all kind of shit wanting to beat our ass. Yeah. Why is that? Because I done put somebody in the fucking wall earlier in the race, I guess. But Rubin's racing, man. Oh, yeah. I hey, hey, Rubin's racing. So I done put them in the wall. Now they want to come over and fight. Well, hell, we can't do no fighting. We're cops. We'll get in trouble. <laughs> so I just said, fuck this. I'm laying on the dam, and the ambulance comes over there, and they're like, hey, do you need to go? No, fuck no, go on. I'm good. Just give me a damn Budweiser <laughs> and about 12 more. So then these guys come over there, and, they're re- and they ain't nothing better than my uncle like to do than fight. Uh, he'd fight. Oh, he yeah, was he- mean, and he would fight. And he, he said, hey, here they come. And when his hat went around backwards, I knew. Well, <laughs> I, I got up off the damn car, the car hauler there. My back's hurt. I got up and I said, "Fuck this, man! I'm we're not fighting, okay? We're not fighting these people." I said, "I'll kill every goddamn one of you. You better get the fuck out of here. We ain't playing. We're the fucking law. We're not going to fight you, man. So you better go on." They left. From then on, man, well, then then Amos people and all that, they they moved on. That was the end of our racing career. A car was tore all to hell. So what happened to the car? Demolished, man. It was a damn <laughs> – it looked like a fucking U. Yeah, really? It was hit so damn hard it, 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 it broke. Thank God that – now, I, we didn't tell you this earlier, but the roll cage, the reason we bought that car – it actually had a Bush Grand National roll cage in it. Oh, that's cool. It had a four. If it hadn't had the four roll bars at the door high, I might not be sitting here. Oh, I could have been really messed up. Yeah. That thing saved me from getting messed up. That car was like, hit me right in the door. Yep, it did. But anyway, that was her. People, my, my uncle and stuff could tell you what was going on in the stands. People saying, what is that car out there and all this stuff, man? And see, we told, you know, Charlie Gunn. I do. I know Charlie well. He was, he owned Carolina Speedway. Well, when we started racing, we we went by the rules. We went to the the meeting and all and went by the rules. We were the only ones. We were the only damn ones that went by the rules we found out. (laughs) And then he got on the damn intercom one night. And this is when the shit got bad. 
He said, number 48 is the Gastonia police driving. <laughs> Man, what the fuck are you? Are you out of your mind, Charlie Gunn? Because you just announced to Gaston County that you can wreck the hell out of Gastonia so, police. We had a huge target on our bump. You might as well put a damn, put a damn, bullseye on her damn bumper man it was that's when it all got crazy but we had a good time yeah, it was fun man i loved it it was so much it, fun. i tell you what we can you know we you can't never that's something we did and we had a lot of fun at that we can say we did oh yeah man that's exactly. good stories now, now i've gotten wind of that particular about you coming out, about coming out of the car. Yeah, about all I knew about that was, yeah. and that's kind of funny hearing that way back then. Well, I'll tell you how serious we was. I'll tell you this was one little thing. I was at work one night, and Reggie, he was off, and my uncle, they were going racing. Man, I was like, "Fuck, I can't go to work, man." I hey, went you to work working at the police department. Yeah, yeah, working at the police department. Well, hell, I couldn't go, man. They were, they were, you know, they, Reggie. I don't know how Reggie was off because we worked on the same damn ship. Yeah, I don't know how that was. I either. don't know, man. But I was working. I don't know. Maybe I was, was on off. vacation. Maybe or something. I don't know. But him, my uncle, and all they going to the racetrack, and uh, my captain at the time, which was uh, Freddie Crawford. Freddie Ex- was actually captain by the yeah, way. Yes, he was. My, my uh, anyway, that's another story. But Freddie, Freddie was a big race fan. And uh, hell, we argued with him back and forth about racing all the time. He was a Mark Martin fan. And it was like 6 o'clock on a Saturday night. And I said, Captain, yeah. I said, I'm not here, man. I got to be at the racetrack. <laughs> That's where they're at. I got to go. He said, get the hell out of here, but you better not come home with a damn loss. <laughs> I said, well, you might as well go ahead and damn do whatever you got to do. I can tell you now we ain't winning. <laughs> Oh, we had fun. We man. had a lot of fun. A lot of fun. A lot of yes, good memories. A lot. Do we? Do we ever find that read? Yes, we do. Uh, now uh, I want to fast forward to you. Now, just listening to you guys, you first came into the studio, just hearing y'all talking. You said something about uh, fixing some blue lights or something. Oh my God, that might be a better story for another time. <laughs> no, no, no. We're going to well, tell it. Well, no, Barry, no, Barry, no. Barry, Barry wasn't involved in this. Barry wasn't involved. We're not saving that. Yeah, Barry, Barry said save That's the me creature and you, story man. for him. <clears throat> That's me and him. What a creature story saved for Barry. We'll get to that. All right. All right we got, let, me, let me do this read right quick. Then we'll, right. we'll get into the uh, that story that may or may not have happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it is a mystery. <laughs> Fiction, totally fictional. All right. Deep sea, deep sea stitching. See, you know, Buck was always great at this. He was. He had that very commanding voice. Yeah. So uh, we'd like to thank our great team over at deep sea stitching for in belmont north carolina for hooking us up with our custom bourbon and badges the podcast embroidery work when it comes to top quality embroidery deep sea stitching can handle any side job that you may need you can look them up on the following facebook or you can email them at uh, info at deep stitching.com give them a call at 704-820-6497 or if you're in the belmont area you can go by their shop, which is located at 335 East Catawba Street in Belmont, North Carolina. Deep sea stitching for all your embroidery work. Uh, they actually do good work. It's it's not surprising that they do good work, but it's, it amazes me the, the quality of the work they do. Yeah, I got, I'm wearing a, a Birmingham badge. Yeah, you're representing right now, aren't you? I am. I, I need one of those, by the way. I'll get you one. I'll get you one. I know the guy. But now you, you're talking about the, the, the thing that happened. That's... 
me and Reg involved in that. That's a, that's a racing story, though. It, it is a racing story. <laughs> so it ties in. It, ties, it is a racing story. Right, so want, let's set the stage. It, it, I need a drink. Okay. I, I'll tell you, it's kind of kind of late in, in the podcast. Tell you, you know, when you when you tell a story, you got to tell a story as if you're telling to a blind guy. You got to leave it. I got it's you. Very descriptive. I got you. He's done good so far. He has done excellent. Yeah, excellent storyteller. Well, I can tell. I start it off, then Reg can pick up. Uh, well, you know, we was into racing, and that didn't stop us from racing police cars either. Drag racing, or I got suspended for racing a police car one time. Oh, uh, did you really? I did dirt tracking or whatever we decided to do with that damn thing. We could do it. Well, we did it. <laughs> well, you probably know Industrial Pike off of Bessemer City Road. I know it well. Yes. Well, at the time, they never built. There wasn't any buildings back there, but the roads were paved. All back in there is an industrial, uh, is an industrial uh, complex. Complex, and uh, we used to go back there because there used to be a lot of prostitutes, and we would go back there to catch them, run them off, lock them up, whatever. Yeah, that was our excuse. Doing your job, but we're actually going back there to road course race. It was like a road course. Now this is your in your black and white police in a black and white police cars. We were on third shift this particular night. And uh, me and Rez decided that, hey, we're going to race down to the end down there. And uh, practice pursuit driving. Practice pursuit driving. <laughs> and, uh, well, things got a little out of hand. And, Reg, you, you tell them what went so, on from so, your perspective. <laughs> so. Tony was ahead of me. We was, you know, was going in and out. There's like, of course I was. I was the better driver. Oh, yeah. No, you're not the better driver. Okay. You are not. All right. Third, anyway, third shift. Third shift. It's dark down there. Probably about, it's pitch black. Just, just, just you two guys? Yeah, probably, it's probably around 2, 33 o'clock. Driving your own police car. Well, but it's a police car. Well, I know, but you're, you know, you're, you're driving individual police cars. Yeah. And uh, so we're going out through there, and Tony's ahead of me, and, and I'm thinking, he is not going to run off and leave me like this. It's, it's not happening. Not going to happen. So I gunned it. Was coming. We went down into a cul-de-sac, come back up, and you had to make a right turn. And I, I was, like, barreling down on Tony. He makes the right turn, no problem. Me, not so much so. I kind of uh, – You couldn't see it. He's in the way. You, you couldn't set the car up for the turn. Right. Yeah. Trying to save you here. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, so he made a turn and me not so much and uh, ended up going up over the curb like a, you know. But tell him it was not just the curb. It was a a dirt hill. (laughs) That was the the beginning. The curb was the beginning. The curb was the beginning. And beyond this curb was a probably about, uh, I don't know, 10 foot flat spot. Then after that, about a 10-foot hill embankment. All right, sir. So I go up on this curb. <laughs> he didn't just go up. Let, let me let me go from there because he didn't just go up <laughs> on the curb. I, I, I was looking in my damn rearview mirror. He jumps the curb, goes up on the damn hill in his police car. I was trying to make it sound a little bit And better. I'm like, oh, my God. So I turn around, and I go back. What's going through your minds? In your rear view mirror, you saw dust. Yes, I saw like dirt flying. I'm like, oh my god, what in the hell has happened? 
Dumbass done right. So I go back up there, and he's sitting up on this hill, on the side of the hill, dirt hill, in the police car. And the damn blue lights is off the car. They're just hanging by one wire. <laughs> this And by the way, this was a brand new car. Now, who's your sergeant? Who's wearing for at the time? Lynch. Just oh, say it. Sergeant Lynch. 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 <laughs> Mr. By the Book. <laughs> A great, a great guy. Oh, yeah. Great guy. That, great man. guy. Excellent, Excellent sergeant. Oh, Let me yeah. tell you, though. So, when the dust cleared, I'm like, holy shit. He's in a brand new car. I'm talking about, we didn't have take-home cars at this time, but it was a brand new Crown Vic that, that hadn't been drove but a few times. And and where you got the new cars, as you all know. My seniority. Seniority. Yeah. And I was up there, so I got. So, I, I'm in I a piece a of shit. You know the car I'm driving. I'm driving a damn Crown Vic from 1989. He's in a 93, probably, damn new Crown Vic. So if I'd have tore my shit up, they wouldn't have cared. Yeah. Well, anyway, so I get back up there, and, and we're in a damn panic, man. I'm like, oh, my God. What are we? Reg is like, what the hell are we going to do? We? <laughs> I wasn't never here. No, he, no, 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 he, no, no. He I'm not like that, man. He had my back. No, hey, I, I'll die for this. Hey, I'll die for this guy, man. Let, let me intervene first. Just say it to answer a question. People say, where's the police when you need them? Now you know. We're <laughs> racing. <laughs> We're actually racing on a fucking road course. But uh, So anyway, anyway <laughs> we figure out we're sitting there. We're standing there for a few minutes like, what in the hell are we going to do? So... Luckily, we get the blue lights back on. They kind of snap back semi in place, but it, the Man. top is scratched all to hell. Uh, and the car is like, car. the new car, car is, the car's, uh, there's something, there's a lot wrong with it. Well, I mean, when we're sitting, when I said, we didn't know thing, that. We didn't know. I mean, we're sitting up here, we're fine. You know, let's put the blue light on. We'll be good to go. Yeah. yeah. And we don't carry tools. <laughs> so well, we don't have no mechanic tools. <laughs> so we sound like when you raced. <laughs> exactly. That's the same situation. That's what we had to adapt to. We're in a racing mode now. We're not at work. We're in a racing mode. So we you know, got the blue light back on as best we could, which is actually ended up being kind of kind of cockeyed. Yeah. Sideways. Well, well then, then I, I says, uh I I, I I takes care of that, but what the hell are we gonna do about the rest of it? So I open the hood, take the breather off, and I, I manipulated the damn throttle spring to where it would hang open wide open when you started the car. Well, I mean, why'd you do that? I'm going to tell you. <laughs> I'm sorry. So I, I got the throttle when he, when he started the car up and hang wide open. I said, all right, here's what we're going to do. Want to tell him what's coming down here? We call it a juke hole. You know, we call them juke holes. We don't listen to this podcast. I hope. I said we're going. We're going. We're going. We're going. We're going to tell them. Hey, which we were. No lie. We were down there to look for you know the the, the, the prostitutes, prostitutes. You know, in the cars and all, and get them. Yeah. Well, I said, Reg, what we got to tell them is, you know, the damn gas hung wide open when we come around this curb, and hell, you you can have no control, and you just. Went over the curb, man. That's all we can do. <laughs> well, guess what? We have to call Sergeant no, oh, Lynch. Go ahead, Reggie. So we call Sergeant Lynch. And he come out there. He always had that smirk on his Little face. toothpick stick outside his mouth. He had, had his little toothpick stick, sticking outside his mouth. Had always had a little smirk on his face. And he was the 
like I can't say enough good things about him. Oh yeah, great. Man. He, was, he was a great, great, great guy, sergeant. and great he's sergeant. actually my neighbor before I moved where I live yes. now. But uh, you know, he was actually in the renegade. He was. Yeah, he was. He yeah, was, for a, he was. In the beginning, yeah, he was. He was one of the first. Yep. So we <laughs> we called uh, Sergeant Lynch, and and he uh, he come up there and had that toothpick, the grin, and he stood probably about five six five seven. Maybe five eight on a good day, and uh, he said, like, "What happened?" Well, Sarge, you know, we was down here checking for prostitutes, and the uh, next thing I you know, we come out of this thing, and the gas pedal gets hung up, and here we go. And I tell you, you can always tell with that toothpick, if you believe it or not, because they didn't believe you that toothpick would roll left or right in his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> yes, oh, it, it would. <laughs> when he was pissed it, off, it you looked, knew it. It looked like a rolling pin in his mouth. Let me tell you, man he he looked at us like. You're, Man, come on. I know you're lying, but I don't know for sure. Yeah. I so, hope he listens to this podcast. God, I hope he don't because he's going to come He already knows about it. We told him years yeah, later we did, after we, we did. We did. Yeah. We did. But anyway, he, he's like, you know, give him that. Called BS on it. Yeah. He, yes. With his eyes. Yes. yes. Yes, with his eyes. So he says, all right, let's get it back to the, uh, let's get it over to. Uh, the garage. The garage at North Broad Street and guest on you. So I said, okay. So I'm pull, I pull it off. No, 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 no. You left out the part where we had to lift. He lifts the hood. Okay, yeah. I, t- I yeah. take the damn breather yeah. back off, and he's looking at it, mm-hmm. and he's going, well, there's something wrong with this damn spring. No wonder it hung wide open. I said, well, let me look at it. <clears throat> so I fixed it back, and I'm like, yeah, man, that's something's bent, you know? Because we're race car drivers, and we know how to mechanic. Yeah, I know. <laughs> at least I know a little bit about that. So – so we, you know, after we do all this, got that fixed, got it back on the, the pavement, you know, pull it off the curb onto the pavement, going down the going down the Bessemer City Road. That <laughs> son of a bitch was wobbling like you would believe. Oh man, the axle I wish was bent. I, I wish that we had YouTube because I'm gonna show you slow ride how I was driving. I was going like. There you go. Going straight down I was road. behind him, man, <laughs> and and Lynch gets on the radio and says, "Pull over, pull that car over." Pull over, and he said, "We got to call the wrecker." He said, "We can't drive it back like that." Damn axle was bent. Yeah, hubcaps gone. We tore the car all to hell. <laughs> well, here and then later on, like a week later, we're back at work. A few days later, well, we go over to the garage. And old old uh, the garage guy, I think his name was Charlie Blake. Yeah. Old Char- Charlie, yeah, Charlie yeah. Blake. Yep, Charlie Blake. Charlie. He had the car up on the lift. He goes, "I just want y'all to look at this." <laughs> what the hell did y'all do? <laughs> it a hole went underneath the car. The car was pretty much they were saying was totaled out. Yeah, the real. frame totaled ended up being bent. Yeah, bent frame. Car was totaled, <laughs> man. Brand new fucking off. car. <laughs> and Hound Dog totals it because we're racing. And you're yeah. thinking, man, I've got a more. Well, here, here's kids. what Sergeant. <laughs> yes, here's here's Sergeant Lynch. He he's like, now come on, guys. He goes. What was really going on? What did y'all really do? <laughs> nah, Sarge, that's what really happened. No, I swear, Sarge, that's what happened. Okay, we can't help the damn thing hung wide open. You saw that yourself. We're lucky to be alive. And he looked at me, and and he knew. He's like, I'm sure it did. You know, with that little <laughs> yeah. go-to-hell smirk he had. But i tell you what, what actually saved me and Tony – was they went as far, the city of Gastonia Garage people went as far as calling Ford Motor Company. 
So have y'all ever had a yes. instance where the, the gas hung the up. gas hung up, the spring messed up? They said, We'll get back to you. About a week or two later come back. One time that had happened. We were the second. <laughs> we were the second. So we were the second people. We were the second people in all of Ford Motor Company police cars that ever had a gas hangout. There's probably, two cops, probably some, yeah. two cops somewhere telling the same story. Thinking, man, we was the first. I'm like, hell, we should. Red should have laid down on the damn hill like he was hurting. We sued Ford. Are you but kidding? We didn't, we didn't know it at the time, but we was just having fun. I tell you, going back to Jeff Wooten, he's got to be on the show at some point. But going back to Jeff Wooten, yep. we're going down Linwood. We're running a Mercy Track blue lights and siren i'm going to some hot call and i look up i can't see it's, it's nighttime i can't see his headlights i mean he is i mean like good god he's right on my tail we get we're going i said what the crap are you thinking he says i was drafting oh yeah hey you know why he yeah. said that because i trained him <laughs> i always was drafting. I'm thinking, man, if i if i just touch my brakes if hey, i just touch my let brakes me tell you, let me tell you a quick story on a chase right there involving the what that deal we we I was involved in I was involved in a chase one time is on eighty five, they were coming out of out of Kings Mountain. Somebody stole a car and it was like a, a small car. I don't remember what it was, Toyota something. Anyway, I, we're, we're lined up. You, you was one of them. We're lined up on eighty five at the damn uh, exits, exit ramps, exit ramps. Or we're entrance, waiting on the sky. Yeah, the entrance ramps. We're waiting on the sky, right? So, cause they done told us the, 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 the Kings mountain is chasing him. And, uh, so I fall in behind him at Bessemer city road and 85, I'm on 85 headed towards Charlotte. So you're on the West side of town, West side of town. Going, I'm headed towards Charlotte, going East, through the Eastbound city. on I 85 technically north. at a hundred. Now I'm going to tell you, the, wait, hey, wait, wait, please don't I'm going to tell you the exact damn speed. I had that damn car pegged and the damn, the the speedometer needle was bouncing on one forty as far as it would go. I was pushing my damn foot through the floorboard. Hell, I was racing. I mean, that's just the way it was. <laughs> well, you know, back in the day, all the small towns around still would say, "Chase me in the Gastonia because Gastonia yeah. wreck them." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we'll take care of them. Yeah, we got yeah. this. But anyway, I'm I'm hauling ass, and they come on the radio. I'm I'm already past. I'm out of Gastonia. Hell, I'm headed to Charlotte now, and they come on the radio, and 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 they say, and it was Sergeant Hannah. Charlie Hanna. Charlie. He was my sergeant too. God rest his He soul. said the highway patrol is coming up on my rear, which Charlie Hanna was about, oh my God, I couldn't even see his car. He was so far behind me. And I'm right on this dude, man. I'm like hanging with him, right? And uh, they come on the radio and he says, highway patrol is passing me and they're going to take this chase over. Get out of the way. I'll be damned. <laughs> I said, if he can pass me, I promise you, I said this. It's on the radio. I said, if he can get up here and pass me, he can have it. I said, but he can't pass me. He's he's way back there. He's nowhere near. He's going to lose this guy. I'm hanging on. I'm I'm saying, no, nah, I'm not getting the, how he gets right. He the how it, the trooper gets like maybe five car lengths behind me because I slowed down. I said, fuck this. I'm wide open again. He ain't passing me. <laughs> Going back to that race. He's yeah. not, pa- dude. It, I said he's not passing me. And Sergeant Hannah's on the radio going, "Let him in." I said, "Tell him if he can pass me headquarters, he can have it." <laughs> so I'm right there and I'm hauling ass, and he wrecks on at I-85 and Little Rock. He Road. being the bad guy. The bad guy. 
He wrecks, hits the median, bounces off wrecks. I jump out of the car, run over there, and I grab the guy out of the damn car, and the damn trooper runs up and sprays me in the face with pepper spray. <laughs> Sprayed you? Sprayed me. That's what you get. You need to get out of the way next time. I was pissed, man, because I done chased this guy and, and everything, and now he sprays me in the face. Well, were you fighting the guy or something? Yes. I was. I okay. drug the guy out of the car. Me and him scrapping a little bit. Trooper gets up there, and next thing I know, I got pepper spray in my face. And I didn't know. I didn't let go of the guy, but I, I, I couldn't do any. I just held on to him, you know. And uh, anyway, that was just another little chase I tell you, about boss, We appreciate you being here. Can you hang around a little bit? I can. All right, we got to pay some bills for that. Uh, you ever get to name that location winner? Oh, let me look. While you're doing that, uh, and also shout out to pigs. You can find us on any of your listening pleasures, any platforms out there on 20 different platforms. If you can't find us, you can go to Bourbon and Badges, the podcast, on Google, and you pull us straight up there off our own webpage and listen to everything we got there. Uh, you can email us at bourbonandbadges at yahoo.com. Son of a bitch. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> that's, uh, that's, that's, that's hell dog over there cussing, by the way. Did I say something wrong? My, my no, bad. No, 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 no. You're good. <laughs> but we're going to get that name at location right quick. Uh, yeah, Facebook, Twitter. We have a Facebook page. We have a, a private page. You can join either. We appreciate any feedback whatsoever. Remember, find that bourbon. If you find a good bourbon somewhere, put it on our Facebook page. Let's share with everybody what you're drinking. Let's know, let's know what you're drinking. We have no winner. No winner. No winner. Is it going to hang over until next week or are you going to give oh, it up? Yeah. No, it's going to hang until somebody right. wins. So name a location will be good for and next week. If nobody guessed or nobody wins, I guess this is over. Well, no, sooner or later you're going to stump everybody. Well, I mean, is this podcast over? No, the podcast not. <laughs> okay. But, but the, because uh, I have a lot location. more shit to say. No, oh, we're, yeah. no we're going on. But uh, Any last words? Tony? Uh, yeah, I mean. Tony, this any is shout my, outs or this, anything? Uh, this is my first podcast with these guys. Uh, I just want to say it's a great experience. And oh, we're I'm glad, glad they started this thing. We're it's glad Bourbon and Badges it. is an excellent, excellent um um, podcast. I mean, uh, I'm sitting here and I'm about drunk. We're not, we're not, well, we're not paying you to say anything. He's not yeah, paying we're, me we're to say anything. We're probably going to do another one here after that. This one, so I definitely ain't getting time. paid. All right, Renegade Pig, shout out, goes to Texas, Lone Star Lawman. Uh, Texas. Fellas, yep. we love you out there. Be careful. And uh, remember, let's drink about it and drink responsibly. Guys, we appreciate it and uh, appreciate you listening. All you first responders out there, please be careful. As Buck would say. Yes, be careful.